It is November 1st. It is nearing the holiday season. And wait for it. The Nationals are World Series champs. It's your favorite podcast, Burgers and Brats, with your hosts, Braxton Poe and Matt Marks. The Washington Nationals, for the first time in their history, bring home a World Series championship back to D.C. I think that might have been the most magical run I have ever witnessed in postseason baseball. It was crazy. Came in as a wild card, uh, beat the Dodgers, team that won 105 over 105 games, and then they sweep the Cardinals, and they beat the Astros, who had home field advantage in Game 7. The Astros did not win a single game at home. Neither did the Nationals. Neither did the Nationals. That's right. All wins on the road, which is unreal. Unreal. Uh, that will never happen again, I don't think. It's never happened before. Six never happened before. And there were seven road victories. That That's insane, Matt. It is insane. Talk about the matchup last night. Having Max Scherzer, who we talked about, could not even pitch game five because he really couldn't get out of bed. Okay? Going against Zach Granke, who hadn't gone past five innings. had he's, He did well earlier in the series, but couldn't get past five innings. So, Granke's pitching into the seventh. He is out-dueling Max Scherzer. Max Scherzer, every inning but the first, has to get out of jams. He's got runners on base. you got to hope for great defensive plays, which he got from Trey Turner, from Juan Soto. And the Astro fans are like, we're about to get our second World Series. Like It is it is ours. Seventh inning, we're going to shut down. It's going to be great. They were up two to nothing. Two nothing, yeah. Two nothing at this point. And then what? Granky gives up a home run, gets a few walks, someone gets a base hit, and then they pull him. You don't pull Granky, man. He's been he was doing great. That's why I want yeah, I wanna just talk real quick about the walk through this seventh inning. If you didn't see it, if you didn't see it, you missed out. One of the great games, one of the great things about baseball, a game se- any sport, a game seven, a winner take all, this is your chance. So Granky starts the seventh inning, he gets Adam Eaton to ground out. There you go. Going to be another 1-2-3 inning, it looks like, right? Anthony Rendon says, see you later, and takes one to the Crawford boxes out in left field. So it's 2-1. Juan Soto comes in and walks, and that is where A.J. Hinch comes walking out of the dugout. He says, you gave up a home run. I'm going to go to my pen because the bullpen is great, right? This Astros pen is great. Garrett Cole and Granke and Verlander are great, not the rest of them. Well, eh. Couple well, pretty good. Will Harris has been good, and that's who he brought in. He brought in Will Harris to shut him down. Well, he did not do that. He comes in and it throws. I believe it was a cutter. Throws a cutter, and here's how he Kendrick, the hero against the Dodgers, with the walk with the go ahead grand slam in the top of the tenth against the Dodgers. Comes up and he hits one. First pitch. First pitch. I think. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. First pitch. Yeah. First pitch. Second pitch, maybe. Second it was pitch. First. I think it was. First I think or it was second. Right. I don't yeah. remember. Right. Yeah, it was a great moment, right? Yeah. <laughs> he goes out and he hits it. And we're watching this. It's traveling to right field. We're like, okay, stay fair, stay fair. Because we're both cheering for the Nats. We are. Stay fair. And that ball just continues to curve. It's fading away. It's fading away. And then it hits something. What's it hit, Braxton? The foul pole. Home run. And Two it, run. If you're the team that that happens against, you hate it. But if you wanted that, you love it. Nats loved it. Hits the foul pole. Automatic two-run shot. And they go up 3-2. So they start the inning down 2 nothing. They get three runs. And the Yankees did that to them last series. So that's two home runs, two runs that have hit the foul pole in right field, which is pretty spectacular to see that. 
But yeah, Nats take the lead 3-2 to two in the 7th. We were cheering loud, Matt. We were. The Nats had another run in the 8th. They get 2 in the ninth, So they scored all their runs in the final 3 innings. That is the definition of Nationals postseason 2019 baseball right there. They have come back in 5 games now. 5, I believe. Where they were facing, you know, elimination, whatever. They had to win the game. And they got all these rallies in the late innings. You remember how they got into the postseason? In the wild card game on an error in the eighth inning. So, postcards, thank you notes, gifts should be sent to the Brewers because it got them there. And then they said, we don't need you anymore. We can take down the big daddy Dodgers over here. Got them. Gone. Cardinals. Cardinals, man. Swept. Swept out of the playoffs. And then you're going, uh-oh. It's the Astros. We thought you, well, you thought it would be the Yankees. You're a Yankees fan. But the Yankees went down by the Astros. And then the Astros are like, it's David Goliath. We got this. Yeah. Nats go up 2 nothing. We're like, oh my gosh. But then Astros took three. And we're like, well, there you go, Astros. Good job ruining baseball again. <laughs> but not so fast. No, no. That, that was, that was cra- crazy series. We all thought the Astros were going to take care of the Nationals. We thought whoever came out of the Nationals uh, or the Astros-Yankees were just going to sweep uh, the East winners, the Nationals. The big question with all of this is, and everyone's talking about it, why did A.J. Hinch not use Garrett Cole? If he's a, if he's available, if all hands are on deck, even Verlander, who pitched game six, said, "I'm if you need me, I'm here. Why would he not? And I found this move interesting because he, he brought in Will Harris. That's, that's not what's interesting. I mean, that's the bullpen. That's the reason. I found it interesting, though, after Will Harris gave up the run, did, didn't even get, he gave up two hits, didn't even get an out. That he went to their closer, Ozuna. I found that interesting. That's probably where a lot of people said, I would have gone to Garrett Cole at that time. Why would you bring the closer in the seventh inning? I know he's your closer. He's supposed to be electric, finish him. But if you look at Ozuna, he won an inning, uh, inning and a third. He gave up two hits, two walks, and he also gave up a run. He was not efficient at all. And they had Garrett Cole warming up to come in for Granke, but set him down. So they were just sa- saving his arm for New York next year, Matt. I know, Save that arm, that. baby. He's smiling right now. You're like, you'll see him on the I can't wait. I can't wait to see him in New York. But if you're A.J. Hinch, do you do you regret that decision when you've done it differently? Because I saw a post game after, and he was kind of very, you know, of course you're going to be defenseful. You know, you're going to be very, de- you know, it's your team. It was but he stupid. He kind of seemed a little angry at the reporter when they were talking about that. Like, you know, this, no, this is how it was going to be, but... If you're having all hands on deck, you would think, okay, I'll bring in Cole, I'll bring in Verlander. I mean, even though Verlander just pitched, yeah. I'll make it happen. Put in the best pitcher um, that's been in the MLB this year. Put him in. Like, that's a joke that um, Hinch didn't do that. That's all on him. Just terrible bullpen management right there. Uh, just awful. Should have put in Cole. Right. Well, you know, so the Astros used a total of six pitchers to get through their game. I applaud the Nationals pitching staff. So Astros, Astros used six. Nationals used three. Scherzer went five innings, gave up two runs, gave up seven hits. That's, you know, quite a bit of hits. I mean, he, had, again, was in trouble a lot of the night. Four walks did not help. Patrick Corbin, though, their number three starter. So Great game. They used Corbin in. He got the win, three innings, two hits, three strikeouts. And then they brought in Daniel Hudson to face Springer, Altuve, and Brantley, and they went one, two, three, two strikeouts. Brantley strikes out to end the game, 
this was so magical. Like, I mean, we're not Nats fans. We didn't cheer for him during the season. I but, was, Matt. Nats uh, fan the entire year. Exactly. Entire right. year, How man. I, I knew it was coming. A team that started 19-31. and 31. Wanted fans wanted their manager gone, the front office to trade all these guys, blow up the team, and look down the road. Stuck with their group of guys. When I believe from I don't remember the day in May, but went like eighty and forty one. May twenty eighth. Yeah, went eighty and forty one the rest of the way. Wins ninety three games, makes the playoffs, and does their magical journey through the postseason. I, it's an incredible story for baseball. This is why the, this is a game of baseball. You can buy your team. That is not guaranteed championships. No. Now, the Astros, they have done it right in the sense of draft picks. They went through those miserable years, and they got their development. And then they added Verlander. They added Cole a couple years ago or two years ago. And then they added Granky. So they needed reinforcements, and they did it right. But even the big three of their pitching staff could not take down the oldest team in baseball. Oldest average, 31 is the average age on that Nationals team. And I love it. Someone said, I don't know if it was an ESPN article or it was a player. It may have been a player quoted after the game or the other night and said, this is why. Yeah, it was, it was a, um, a player, a former um, MLB player, I believe. It may have been Mark DeRosa. I, I'm not sure. But he said, this is why teams need MLB veterans. You're like, why isn't teams just full of 20-year-olds or whatever? This is why you want to spend 500 k on a 36-year-old guy or something. And I don't know how much Howard Kendrick was making, but he's 36 years old, having a career year. He's been around the league. He started playing when Juan Soto was seven. Wow. <laughs> That's I, insane. I can't believe that Astros team lost to a bunch of boomers, man. Can't believe it. I think it's old, incredible. Old, man. Ryan Zimmerman, first draft pick for the Washington Nationals when they moved to Washington in 2005, finally gets a World Series ring. And finally, they all have postseason luck. Strasburg was drafted, I believe, in like 09. Yeah, did you see uh, the Finally gets his chance. First, looks good. The first ever number one overall pick winning uh, World Series MVP, Strasburg. Yeah. So that's insane. And he was 5-0 and this postseason. Last guy to do that, Randy Johnson in 2001. So yeah, magical year, man. Magical year for the Nats. And they're not losing much. Um, only one guy... Um, well, off contract? Anthony Rendon may resign, but he may go elsewhere. They He rejected, this was big, a seven-year, like $210, $215 million contract. So he rejected that earlier in the season. I don't know what his thoughts are. If he's already thought, no matter what happens this season, he wants to move on, or winning a World Series will change his mind. But him and Juan Soto were a great combo. Uh, but he may go. Um, I don't know. I have to gotta look and see who else is going to be free agents on that team. But Anthony Rendon's the big name. If he doesn't stay... Nationals will find the next guy up, but I, you know, I don't, I don't know what they'll do next year, and if what their chances are repeating and who they go get. But let's before we look ahead, Just I don't want to enjoy this. Enjoy the moment. Enjoy, I enjoy the, the moment. moment, and that's what Nationals fans will do for the next month. Enjoy the moment, Nationals. It'll be a long time for you to get another one, probably. But magical year for the Washington Nationals, defeating the Houston Astros in seven games. Every road team won, so. Fun World Series. Can't wait to do it again next year. Um, let's move on to our NFL picks of the week. So, some games this week. Um, Minnesota visiting Kansas City. Kansas City um, 
or Minnesota's favored by one. Kansas City probably without Patrick Mahomes. Kirk Cousins has been going off. Adam Thielen is still injured. Stephon Diggs um, is a deadly combo with Dalvin Cook. I've got Minnesota going into Kansas City and winning, Matt. That's four losses um, for Kansas City at home this year. I've have that. I think that's gonna happen. I think Minnesota can get it done in Kansas City at Arrowhead. Chiefs better. They better win this game or. They, they're going to get a terrible seed in the playoffs, and it's not going to be good. Yeah, Chiefs need to win. You are completely right about that. I, I, don't think, I don't think they're going to lose. I don't think they're going to lose to the Vikings. As good as the Vikings' defense has been, I don't think they're going to lose. But their offense has been clicking. Their offense has been clicking. That's true. Like I, major. I think it's going to be a very close game. I don't see them losing this week, though. I don't. Really? Really. With Matt Moore's quarterback. With Matt Moore's quarterback, I don't think they're going to lose this game at home. Yes, they've had some struggles this season, but I think they'll get this from the Vikings. All right. Uh, uh, let's talk about New England at Baltimore. Uh, New England favored by three and a half. New England coming off a big win uh, versus Cleveland. Well, I guess it's not really a big win anymore, just star-powered win. Uh, Baltimore has had a bye week, so they get an extra week to prepare for this. Will Lamar Jackson have a good day against that New England stout defense? This one is going to be tough. Uh, it's a tough one to pick, but if there is a team to beat and end the, the Patriots' undefeated season, it is Lamar Jackson. This Baltimore team, he's got all the weapons. Now, the big thing is on that defense, if Lamar does pass, will the Patriots pick it off? You know, And that's why you've got a great running back quarterback. You know, Lamar Jackson can scramble. I think that the Ravens are going to win this game. I think the Patriots season, really? undefeated season's over. Because I think it's not in Foxborough, which is great. It's in Baltimore. I think the Ravens are going to win this game. I really do. I feel it. I feel that they're going to win this game. Uh, this game, New England will have played every quarterback drafted in the first round um, in that 2018 draft this year. Matt, they've only given up one touchdown, and that was to Baker Mayfield. They, they've been stout against these uh, second-year quarterbacks. And their defense is unbelievable. Like they have not seen something like this. Fantasy. They are averaging. Like, they're a wide receiver three, quarterback one. They're yeah. that that level. It's insane. It's scary. It's it, scary. It that's is scary. It is. It's up, now it's really up to – Baltimore's got to match them. They've got to play great defense against Tom Brady. They've got to try to shut him down and keep him, you know, to a touchdown or two. Which I think they can. I, I really do. I, I think this is not a game to take lightly, especially Baltimore's what five and two. Yeah, three two losses. Yeah, five and two. Five and two, and it's Sunday night football in Baltimore. Love it. I love it. Tom Brady does do good in prime time, but should be a great game. I. It's a tough game to pick because Baltimore can get it done, but I've got to trust Bill Belichick in New England, man. Got to trust them. So, next game, Monday night, Dallas at the Giants. Dallas favored by seven. Matt, does Dallas get back on track? They do. I mean, you remember who's on the Giants. It's Daniel Jones. I don't remember. Exactly. <laughs> it's Daniel Jones. That does, He doesn't scare me at all. Now, Saquon does, and Saquon is back, but the Cowboys' weapons are, are too great for the Giants' defense. I mean, you've got so many weapons from Zeke to Cooper to Michael Gallup. I mean... This is a scary offensive team right here for Dallas in general. So Giants are not going to win this game. They'll drop to two and seven. Cowboys need this win because they were three and zero, then three and three. Now they're four and three. 
got to win this game, kind of get some separation on this division because they're right there with Philly. Yeah, I think uh, Dallas easily defeats the Giants. Uh, just shut down Saquon Barkley. That's all you got to do. Uh, next game, Cleveland at Denver. Cleveland favored by three and a half. Denver starting quarterback Brandon Allen. Uh, Joe Flacco with a neck injury, maybe put on injury reserve, and will be out for maybe five to six weeks. And Drew Locke is not expected to play until maybe week 11. Does Cleveland get three wins on the season against this pitiful Broncos team? Well, you know. Hurts if, me to say that. If the, the, the Cleveland Browns are still thinking, hey, we're going to the Super Bowl this year. Um, yeah, they have to win this game. Two and five is pretty pathetic. They they have had the hardest schedule in the NFL, and their schedule from here on out looks pretty easy. Play Miami, uh, Washington. Well, They've got an easy, easy schedule. schedule. That's pretty easy. But you look <laughs> Pittsburgh. At it, you look at it in general. Two and five, they've got to change their season now, right? I mean, it, it starts with this game. If you can't beat Denver, there's no shot at making the playoffs now, okay? I Especially mean, with Brandon Allen as quarterback. Exactly. They should destroy this team. Baker Mayfield has got to get an offense. Freddie Kitchens has to get an offense going. His it's play been, calling has been bad. It has been bad, which is shocking for as good as it was last year. And I still wonder if they should have kept – um, Greg Williams as head coach and has still kept Freddie Kitchens as OC and just kept the coaching staff from last year, you know. I think we agree that they should have kept Greg Williams as head coach for sure. Because there was something there, even though it was maybe this, you know, no one figured out Baker Mayfield yet because he was a sensation, but he's going through a major sophomore slump. Major. So, yeah, I think Cleveland gets it done at mile high. Denver just looks awful. So, Matt, here's a game no one cares about, but I care about. Upset pick. Miami will defeat the uh, one-win Jets this week in Miami. Wow. Um, Miami gets a win. Ooh, you know, I don't think so. Um, because I hate that the Cowboys are the only win for the Jets, so we might as well add someone else. I really don't see the Dolphins winning a game this year. Jets are going to win this game. It's going to be close because this is a literally crapshoot right here. It, it's just garbage time for both teams. This is not a fun game to watch. Like, I honestly... It says it's on CBS. I really hope we don't get it here at our location. <laughs> I would rather watch something else on TV than watching this matchup. Yeah, I hope Miami and New York, uh, New Jersey, don't get this game on CBS. We don't want to subject anybody to that. <laughs> but I think the Jets win this game on the, on the road. Well, I've got Miami taking their first dub. Wow. So this is where it happens. This is where it happens. It happens against the Jets. This is where it happens. I do want to say there is one team, though, that... I look at their schedule for this week, and it honestly, it's their first win of the season. Who? The Cincinnati Bengals. Who do they play? They benched Andy yeah. Dalton. Exactly, but they've got to win this week. It's a bye week. Uh. <laughs> so you don't have to subject yourself to another loss. I mean, for Zach Taylor in his first year as head coach, that's his first win. <laughs> we don't play this week, fellas. Let's go. Let's go. Can you, can you believe they benched Andy Dalton on his birthday? That's really sad. Like, they couldn't have waited another day because they had a bye week. They could have waited, man. Well, it reminds me. I think it was a baseball player earlier this year or somebody that uh, got released on his birthday. They yeah. literally, their Twitter account, wished him a happy yeah. birthday. And that afternoon issued a statement. Yeah, he was one of the guys we released from the team. I want to say it was for the Cubs. It might have been. That's a sad way to spend your birthday. But for Andy Dolan, you got to see the writing on the wall. Like, the writing on the wall, not like you're going to be traded from Cincinnati. Like, you're going to be released. No one's going to pick you up. Your career's done, Andy yep. Dalton. Sorry. Yep. 
It is done. So that's our NFL Pick'em of the Week. Make sure you're following us on Twitter, Instagram, at Burgers Brots, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcast, at Burgers Brots. Give us five stars, man. Come on. You know you want to. So uh, some NBA news. So Steph Curry broke has a broken hand suffered last night after a blowout loss to the Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns, man, they are something different this year. They are clicking they are close in every game. Blew out the Warriors, who are a complete train wreck. They are tanking now. It just looks terrible. Yeah, so you mentioned the Suns. They're 3-2 and two on the season. Right now, I mean, look. They've been in every game. Right now, they're in the playoff hunt. Um, okay, look, I know. It's just five games. But they're, if you look at the standings, they are listed number eight. We've got to screenshot this right now. They are listed in the playoff picture. Warriors, on the other hand, 1-3. They are getting blown out of the water to start their season. The Oklahoma City Thunder beat them. Now, Oklahoma City Thunder is a rebuilding team. Actually, not that bad. They've got some young talent that they've been in most of their games. I cannot believe how bad this is. Now, yes, you have Steph Curry. You still have Draymond. Yeah, okay, <laughs> when you look at it, it is pretty bad now that I think about it. Um, but D'Angelo Russell was supposed to be a big help. But now you're right. I don't see this Warriors team making the playoffs because they're not going to be a top ten. To get a win. They're not going to be a top ten, top eleven, maybe not even top twelve team in the West. I don't see it happening. And America rejoices. We are. We are all happy. So do you say thank you to KD for leaving? Like I, I'm not thanking him for not, anything. I I still hate him. No, player, right? no. Okay, I was going to ask you about. He's that. He's still a major cupcake snake, but it's whatever. But another shock too is the, the Sacramento Kings. Because yeah. we talked about, hey, they may sneak in the playoffs. They're 0-5 to start their season. Is Buddy Heald kind of like... I, he got paid. He's getting paid. He yeah, got paid. He's getting paid. But deep down, is he not saying, dang, I made the wrong decision? I mean... Not for the money, but staying in Sacramento. I don't know where he would have gone where he got paid as much. Because Sacramento loves him. Oklahoma City. They don't have enough money. It's all in CP's pockets right now. Oh, they could trade him. Yeah. They make it happen. Yeah. I mean, got to take the money now, get the ring later. But, I mean, dude's still cold shooter. I, You're living in Sacramento with a bunch of money. I think he's okay. I think he's good with it. He's an NBA player, right? Yeah. He'll make it. Yeah. Two teams, though, undefeated. Still two left. Can you, you can guess off the top of your head who you got? Who you think's undefeated? Are they both in the East? One in the East and one in the West. I'm going to say your Mavs are one. Close. We got uh, 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 Spurs. Coach's challenge was stupid. Um, Spurs are one, though. Yeah, they're three. All right, no. all right. Got one. East. Toronto. No. Toronto is four and one. Uh, it's not Milwaukee. Celtics. No. Celtics are three and one. Man, this East is hard. Uh, the team I thought was going to do worse this year. Prove me wrong. Philadelphia. Philadelphia, they're four 0 right now. They are two and zero at home and two and zero away. Speaking of Philadelphia, did you see that fight with um, Simmons and or um, Embiid and Cat? Yeah, what in the world? They were like, I mean, Simmons like, put Cat in a chokehold on the ground. <laughs> like, what is this? Some WWE? Like, I thought this was the NBA. And then Cat's mom wanted to fight Embiid from the stands. <laughs> she almost lunged over the railing into the tunnel. Is this almost kind of like reminiscent of a 2003 Malice at the Palace? Remember with Ron Artest? It's like and, it. You know, where, but he went in the stands and fought a fan. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, what is breaking out? 
What is it about the city of brotherly love? Like, what? That's isn't that like? Okay, let's be let's be real. Philadelphia has the worst fans of every major league sports what? team. What? The worst really? fans, man. They will fight. The the uh, Eagles fans fought their own NBA player who was wearing a Redskins jersey earlier this year. The Eagles. Yeah, I don't. Philadelphia like, fans are awful. They, yeah, Eagles they're fans, terrible. I will say, Eagles fan, yes. Every fan of Philadelphia is just terrible. Even the Phillies. You say the Phillies? You really think baseball really is good? Yeah, they don't care. I'm talking about actual sports. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's not go there. Come on, bro. Don't even go there. Don't I'm even go sorry. There. But uh, uh, Ste- er, Trey Young had an ankle injury last week. Uh, X-ray is negative, so miss a few games, but hopefully should be back full strength soon. Houston and Washington battled battle it out. Uh, not the MLB game. Uh, basketball, one fifty nine to one fifty eight in regulation. Regulation. What defense are you gonna get with James Harden? Oh my good, three hundred seventeen points in regulation. Uh, Russ had a triple double. Harden dropped fifty nine points. Crazy game, crazy game. Houston and Washington. Uh, what else we got going on? So KD came out uh, yesterday and blamed Draymond Green for a lot of riff and why he went to Brooklyn. Is that not surprising? Because KD can't take any criticism because he is a cupcake. Yep. Very true. Yeah, the Suns, Matt, Heat, they all look good this year. Um, teams that we thought would be underrated, they are. They're doing great this year. Uh, Tyler Hero playing great basketball. 29 the other day. Dropped 29. Playing great. He may, I'm telling you, he may be a he may be a rookie of the year guy. I think he might he might win. He may be my favorite rookie of the year. Wait for Zion to come back, and then Celtics come back and beat the Milwaukee Bucks uh, Wednesday night. So that's our NBA news of the week. Moving on to on this day in history, Matt, what state was brought into statehood in 1864? You know what? I think it's the great people. Of the state of Nevada. I think that's what How did you know that? I don't know. I just knew. I'm a <laughs> history buff right here. Lucky guess, man. I had 50 <laughs> options. So. Um, 2011, the world population hit 7 billion people. Is that billion with a B? Like with the billion? B. Wow. With the B. That many people. Abbey Road, Beatles album, um, hits number one on the Billboard Top 100 charts. Uh, 1997, the Titanic premiered um, in Tokyo, actually. Nice. So the James Cameron movie. Matt, got any birthdays and deaths? Yes. Uh, Gary Player, happy birthday. Tim Cook, happy birthday. Happy birthday right there. <laughs> and then uh, deaths on this day, Walter Payton and Harry Houdini. Harry Houdini. Oh, that's an interesting one with Harry Houdini because, you know, Halloween, mysterious magic, all that stuff. And how he died. Punched to the gut. Yeah. Or the spleen. Yeah, that's that's kind of gory now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it took him like a few hours to die. (laughs) Happy Halloween. Yeah, that's like a happy Halloween thing, yeah. (laughs) All right, moving on to our college football picks of the week. TCU at OSU. OSU or Oklahoma State, not the Ohio State. Oklahoma State, uh, fair by three. TCU with a big win over Texas. Um, only two losses in the Big 12, so they are in the hunt for the Big 12 championship. Uh, Baylor has zero losses. Oklahoma has one. Kansas State, two. So they're right in the hunt. Gary Patterson. Yeah, I know they beat Texas. I think they're going to lose to Oklahoma State this week, and I, I've got Oklahoma State winning this game. Yeah, it should be a good game. I'm going TCU and the Horn Frogs, though. 
Uh, number nine, Utah at Washington. Utah favored by three and a half. Utah looks better on both sides of the ball ball um, than Washington. Washington, a tough loss versus Oregon a few weeks ago. I think Utah just runs over Washington. Oh, yeah. I agree. Yeah, it's Utah. Be. Yep. Uh, number seven, Oregon at USC. Oregon favored by four and a half. Matt, USC or Oregon? Oregon. Matt, it's Pac-12 after dark. But Oregon. Anything can happen in Pac-12 after dark. But Oregon. I'm going USC at home. No way. USC at home. Serious? USC wow. at home. Boo. USC always beats Oregon. Boo. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Uh, go Trojans. And then number 15, SMU at 24, Memphis. Memphis is favored by six, even though SMU, the SMU, the Pony Express, is undefeated. Yeah, and yeah, they're going to win again. 9-0, baby. It's going to happen. I'm going SMU. I want I want to pick the SMU, Matt. Pick the SMU. I want to. Memphis is just better on both sides of the ball. It's at home. It's in primetime. It's in Memphis. Uh, both coming off uh, hard-fought wins uh, last week. Memphis over Tulsa on a last-second field goal. And SMU over Houston on Thursday night. But Houston, or SMU has had three extra days to prepare. Sonny Dykes has done a great job with SMU this year. Really has. And let's keep it rolling. I'm going Memphis, Matt. I'm going Memphis for the win. Boo. <laughs> I don't want it. I'm, ro- I'm rooting for the SMU. But this is strictly business, as Lee Corso would say. Boo. <laughs> and then final game, one game we are all waiting for in Jacksonville. Number eight, Georgia uh, versus number six, Florida. Georgia favored by six and a half. Matt, should be a hard-fought win for one of these teams. Which one? Florida. Florida. Florida's winning. We all saw Georgia still reeling from that South Carolina loss. They, Georgia hasn't played anyone this year. We could say that about a couple of different schools. Yeah, but they haven't played anyone, and they still don't play anyone after this game. It's gonna be a close. Uh, it's gonna be a close game. Like it'll be low scoring. It's gonna be a low scoring close game. Yeah, uh, but it'll be in the twenties. I gotta go Florida. Florida, it'll be in the twenties. Uh, should be hard fought. Um, both teams have had two weeks to prepare. Um, Florida coming off that tough loss versus LSU, so they've been waiting to get back onto the field. I'm going Florida as well, Matt. Florida uh, for the win. Yay. <laughs> win by a field goal. Uh, low score. So that's our college football pick em. Moving on to our final segment. Who would you share a burger and brought with? So my story is in Canada, Matt. Calgary, Canada has the nation's first housing complex built for the um, homeless veterans. So made up of 15 houses equipped with everything from water, electricity, um, everything in a normal household and they're making more in Ontario and Edmonton so good for them good for that company it's my burger and brat okay well top that I think I will because I'm about to mention something a song that will get stuck in your head for the rest of the day baby shark yes I want to share burger and brat with I got look I am still really just a like so happy about the Nats winning the World Series I saw this video earlier that had all the fans, of course, became this like their their culture, this tradition of baby shark, um, and I saw all the fans. They were doing the little baby shark thing, you know, the little clap and everything. And honestly, like I know the song can be annoying, but when you look at every fan doing it, it's like this 
fraternity of baseball fans. Like, it's just a cool thing. When you're in a baseball stadium and everyone's standing up with rally towels or something, you know that? You just know it's that very feeling. cool. It is a cool feeling, a great atmosphere, and I'm celebrating today with the Nats. When they have that parade coming up soon, I can't wait to hear Baby Shark being blared because that has become their rally song for 2019. Yep, so uh, there's our episode of Burgers Brats. Just a great win by the Nationals. Very fun to see. I think everyone... Um, was rooting for the Nationals to beat the Astros, and it happened. Just great series, great team, great run this year by the Cinderella team of the decade. Really, like, very one of the best uh, Cinderella stories ever told in any sports. Uh, uh, what <laughs> sports? Anything? Yeah, I mean, it's an it's, it, just an incredible season. That's all I can say. Was incredible season. All right, well, thanks for listening. Make sure you're following us on Twitter, Instagram, at Burgers Brots, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts, at Burgers Brots. Matt and I, take care.